Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another cryptocurrent for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are coming at you with this week's cryptocurrent. It may have been, or it has been a little bit since we've brought you one of these, but rest assured, we are alive and well, and we're here to bring you all the news about cryptocurrency and blockchain. Crypto Corey, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm not certain if I remember how to even uh, do a podcast. It's been so long. Yeah, it's it has been a while. Um, that's just kind of how the summer goes. A lot of stuff comes up. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more when we do our we may or may main not main episode. We may or may not have been in the witness uh, relocation program uh, due to some uh, crypto investments. Crypto Corey's new name is now Blockchain Bob, so he had to change his name. Yeah, no, to- we we had vacation uh, vacations, uh, work issues that came up. Um, uh, somebody's daughter is in the middle of having a baby. Um, that that would be me. I'm going to be Grandpa Crypto Corey. Um, so we, we just weren't able to get the get the crew together. Uh, to put together a cryptocurrent or uh, an episode yeah and in the meantime we we leave for six weeks and all of you out there destroy the crypto market what what the heck is going on yeah we almost didn't come back because the crypto market (laughs) has been so so terrible lately we're we're ashamed to let people know we are in crypto yeah we are still it it was cool like six months ago yeah all right well let's let's jump into the news um this was pretty big news, but it is also old news. Um, the Luna Foundation, they had some pretty big issues. Uh, you guys have probably heard about this already, but let's just hear Crypto Corey's thoughts on it and get that out of the way. Yeah, Luna uh, Luna Foundation pretty much uh, imploded. Um, and, and, and it is old news. There probably isn't anyone who's into crypto who's listening to us who's not aware of this, and they're probably wondering why why are you talking about this now well it's because we've been gone well for you guys six already weeks. you talked about it with oleg didn't yeah you? We, we did talk about it a little bit with, with oleg but we never really uh, uh dove into it um but i wanted to bring it up here in this cryptocurrency because we're going to talk about a couple of other uh companies and and some issues that have happened more recently um the the reason why i wanted want to discuss it a little bit is because previously in the past when you had a project uh, go down, it didn't really uh, shake the world. Um, there's plenty of projects that have crashed and burned, uh, plenty of projects that were nothing more than a scam or a rug pull. Um, I'm still of the opinion that 95 to maybe even as much as 99% of all the projects out there are junk and not worthy of your investment. Um, but to have Luna, which which was you know one of the top ten, um, I can't remember exactly where it was at, but I think it was in the top ten. If not, um, it was absolutely within the top twenty. Top ten is it in terms of in terms of market, market cap, cap and and uh, hype and and uh, usage. Um, they had their own uh, algorithmic stablecoin. And they had amassed a, a treasury of Bitcoin. In, in fact, we had talked about it in one of the cryptocurrents uh, about how much they were buying. I can't remember the exact 
amount. Well, they were like the 20th largest holder yeah, or something like that they, of Bitcoin. They were a huge holder of it. And that and the Bitcoin was to back their their stable coin um, to, to keep it from depegging. They would, as you sold, as you sold off the dollar or their, their stable coin and, and it dipped down, the reserves were supposed to help maintain the peg. Um, and they had the ability to basically mint more Luna uh, to also buy up the stablecoin to try to keep it uh, pegged to a dollar. Um, unfortunately, that that didn't work. Uh, someone who had you know roughly seven hundred fifty million or eight hundred million dollars was able to uh, continue to buy enough of the the stablecoin to sell it, uh, causing the price to dip which then allowed them to uh, get it redeemed at, at full face value. And um, you, you, you can keep buying it as it dips and then keep selling it and putting pressure on it. And eventually it, it basically depleted the, the Bitcoin reserves and caused them to rapidly, massively inflate Luna and the whole project collapsed. What concerns me a little bit is that uh do Kwan, uh the founder of luna has just basically gone on and relaunched luna uh relaunched a new coin um named it luna and named the old uh coins i guess terra classic um the, the name is actually terra luna and so i think that the old coin is now terra classic um kind of hard to be classic when it was only like a month ago but um They've got right now a three hundred and thirteen, roughly three hundred thirteen million dollar market cap. But I think that they were they were trading uh, with a, almost a market cap of around a, a billion dollars or, or maybe even more. And it wasn't until the the recent bloodshed in the crypto market um, that that brought that price down. But it, it's concerning that they were able to just turn around and and issue a new coin and and suddenly you've got um, you know a more than a billion dollar valuation. Um, I don't think that the that the use is there to to justify it. Now there are a lot of um, companies that had built upon uh, the Luna platform that were going that are going to support the new one, um, and maybe that's enough to to uh, have them be viable in the future. But this is not one that I would invest in. Um, and in fact, I did own Luna, but it was one of those uh, cryptos that once it had moved up. Um, I sold my my entire position. In fact, I I don't even think I held any w- when we did the what, what's in Crypto Corey's wallet uh, edition. I think I had already. Yeah, so, I don't remember talking about it at all. Yeah, so th- just a word of caution out there: when, whenever you invest in a coin and it really really takes off really fast, it's time to take money off the table. And um, I you know I sound I want to sound really wise when I say that, but I I've learned this from past experience of having not taken gains and profits when I should have, and so. My investment in Luna at the time was purely to make a quick buck, and as it as it went up um, and, and met my price targets, I completely uh, divested myself of all of it. So well, glad I wasn't holding any. Yeah, kind of a a sad story. Unfortunately, we we hate to hear of. Actually, that's not true. I lied. I forgot that I had uh, some Luna in my Crypto dot com wallet. I literally did not remember that I had it at all. And um, when the price of VeChain was, was moving down, 
Um, even though I said I wasn't uh, adding to my VeChain position, the price got too attractive. And I got in into Crypto.com because that's where I buy my VeChain. I was looking there and I, and I see this. Uh, I look at my, my crypto wallet and I see Luna with a value of zero. I'm not even certain how many uh, how m- many Luna tokens I actually own, but they're statistically zero. They're worth zero. Oh, well, that is it. A- so I do own some Luna. I, I have to, to disclose that, but it's like not much. Yeah. And it is not worth much either. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story. Our next story, excuse me, Binance. And this is something that just happened yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, a month ago we, we lose Luna. The whole market starts to to tumble. Um, you know, at first when, when the market started to, to go down a little bit, I, I, I suspected that a lot of that initial move downward was, was related to the, to the Luna, you know, pretty much collapsing and, and basically close to a billion dollars with the Bitcoin being thrown out on the market. Um, but then, you know, prices recovered a little bit and then continue to go down and then come back up a little bit and then continue to go down. And we've been on a steady decline. Um, so Luna being the, the biggest failure, uh, that at least I, I can remember, um, you have a scare from Binance, which yesterday as the, as the price of Bitcoin dropped, they suspended all Bitcoin withdrawals. And there was a lot of uh, concern in the market, including myself, um, of people who were worried that perhaps uh, Binance uh, wasn't solvent on their Bitcoin. Now, we'll never know exactly what happened. They released a, a statement uh, today saying that, and, and they were down for around around three hours before they started allowing withdrawals again. Um, we, I mean, we'll, we never can know the, the the total truth, but the statement that they released was that they had a hardware failure and there was problems uh, processing the, the the transactions that hadn't settled, and so they did a, a retrospective and um, post mortem and did a, a apparently make some changes so that that quote unquote won't happen again in the future. Um, we'll never know if there was a, a time that they didn't have Bitcoin to cover uh, people's withdrawals, and you might ask, well, if you have an account and you have a wallet with them, how can there not be Bitcoin in it? Well, your wallet reflects what they show you on a screen, but it doesn't necessarily reflect an address that actually has Bitcoin in it. It's, it, it reflects an IOU. So if you have two Bitcoin in your uh, Binance wallet, uh, not uh, in your Binance account, I should say it that way. Let's stop calling it a wallet. In your Binance account on their exchange, it's an IOU for two Bitcoin. And uh, Josh could have three Bitcoin on paper and I could have two Bitcoin on paper and Binance might only have three Bitcoin. And you'll never know the difference because they don't worry about it um, if, you, if you sell it. All they have to do is fund your fiat wallet, which you know they've got plenty of cash. Or if you trade it, they just have to give you an IOU for the other coin that you've traded into. Um, but if you withdraw it, they have to pony up the Bitcoin and send it to whatever wallet address that you provide for them. So suddenly it stops being an IOU and they actually have to move some uh, real uh, Bitcoin. So in that case, if they only had two, but they owed you and me uh, five, if we both try to with- with- withdraw all of our Bitcoin and they don't have it, they can't do it. And that- that's what the worry was, was that they couldn't cover all the withdrawals that were, were taking place across all the networks. Which will 
which will lead us into our next story in, in a minute. That kind of sounds like a, a run on the banks. It, it's exactly what it is. It's it's a run on a digital bank. It's a digital asset run on the bank. And you think about it when in terms of dollars. If When you have a run on the bank, your bank does not have your money sitting there in an account. It's the same system. They have an IOU. If you put $100,000 in there, they owe you $100,000. And your balance shows $100,000. And they don't care if you pay bills with it because they just do a balance transfer from your account to someone else's account somewhere else. And it all balances on paper. They don't actually have to come up with the, with the actual cash reserves. They're required by, by federal law. I can't remember the amount, but I think it's about, I think it's 10% to keep 10% on reserve. So if you put $100,000 in there, then they have to keep 10,000 of it and they can lend out the rest. And that's how they make their money. And, and it works okay until someone fears that the bank is not solvent and everybody goes and tries to pull their money out of the bank. And when they do that and demand cash, um, the bank can't, can't give you all the money because they just don't have it. It's not there. And the same thing is true uh, on the exchanges there. There is ample evidence that the exchanges do not have uh, Bitcoin or any token equal to the amount that's uh, on deposit. That's a scary thing. All right. Well, let's move on to our next story. Celsius. Kind of a similar situation. Yeah, this I'm is understanding this correctly. This is uh, a, a bigger deal. Celsius was experiencing uh, a run on the bank, and uh, they could not cover uh, their depositors and they basically stopped trading. So the same, so basically Celsius stops trading, uh, allowing withdrawals and Binance stops allowing withdrawals all at the same time. And so the, the suspect was, uh, Oh, both, both of these are insolvent. Turns out Binance is okay. Celsius is not solvent. Um, the news out today, uh, as far as I know, the last I've heard is you still cannot withdraw uh, any of your cryptocurrency from them. And they are looking at trying to do some sort of restructuring um, so that they can become solvent. This is not a good look. Now, why did they get into the situation that they're in? Well, um, one of the things that has been in- intriguing to me uh, since um, DeFi really kicked off and and people started to, to earn um, a percentage or a return on their cryptocurrency deposits was these um, these exchanges that were offering really high uh, rates of return, uh, 9%, and in some cases, as high as 18%. And that model works when, when they're, they're using your, uh, your cryptocurrency to be locked up for a certain period of time, which guarantees that they don't have to give it back to you. And so that helps them to be solvent because they... they they can't give it back to you or you can't get it from them until, you know, whatever term is met. So sometimes it's, it's locked for a little while. Sometimes it's locked for a long time. And that's why they like you to, to deposit with them. Then they pay you interest. And that, that interest comes from the fees that they charge people for um, taking trades on their, on their network to do basically leverage trading. When, when you trade with, if you have 10 Bitcoin in there, but you trade as if you have 100 Bitcoin, you're basically borrowing that Bitcoin from the, from their depositors. And they charge you a, a decent fee to do that. 
and then liquidate you if you go under a certain amount so that they don't they don't suffer any losses um whatever happened they apparently owe more money than than they can pay so probably the interest rates that they were giving were too high um probably they don't have all the cryptocurrency on deposit that they say they do and if they start trading again pretty much everyone is going to rush in there and try to get their cryptocurrency out as fast as possible and they are going to collapse my guess is in the process of doing restructuring they're probably and i'm just guessing they're probably looking for capital so that they can actually back the deposits that they have i don't know that that's true but that would be my guess as to what they're trying to do um using whatever cash reserves that they might have um going out and and purchasing whatever cryptocurrency they need to be able to cover um anyone who who wants to do a withdrawal if they can't restructure if they can't get capital in um it's going to get really ugly uh i would expect if celsius completely fails that that you would see uh more of a dip in in the in the market I, I can't tell or have any idea if this is priced in yet or not, but it is something that I would keep an eye on. If if, if Celsius fails, I would expect the market to react poorly, not uh, positively. Yeah, and that would not be a good thing because the market is already pretty down. No, there's a, you know, I'm, I'm worried that there's a lot of people that are going to lose um, a fair amount of money um, because it's so tempting to put your money on deposit there and uh earn a rate of return in fact i think uh blockbeard might have some uh crypto on one of these exchanges in fact it might even be celsius i'll have to, I'll have to ask him um if he would just come on our show yeah if, if he would just ask him on air yeah we tried to get him on twice and he just uh he just doesn't he, like us no he, he denied us anyway so that's that's something to keep an eye on um as you can tell, this is not an upbeat episode of of the cryptocurrency. Uh, most of the news out there is negative right now. Um, if you're going to ask me what is my opinion, do I think crypto's over? The answer is absolutely not. In no way is crypto over. Not a chance. Are there tokens that are going to fail? Absolutely. The Lunas are going to go down. Um, it's probably not the last stable coin that we're going to see collapse. So be careful. Uh, I, I try not to keep my money when I do, um, when I sell into stable coins, I use them uh, sparingly. Um, I either try to keep it in cash or in the cryptocurrency. And I tend to bring most of my investments off of the, the exchanges and into my own personal, uh, self custodian wallet. Um, I certainly do that with VeChain. I do that with a fair amount of uh, my Ethereum. Um, I do have a lot of Ethereum and Bitcoin on Coinbase. Um, that might need to be reevaluated. Coinbase just announced they're going to lay off a thousand people, so maybe they're next. And Crypto Corey will get all of his funds uh, locked at Coinbase, and maybe I'll be crying at the next, the next crypto current. Yeah. Well, let's. Hope that doesn't happen. I right. keep all of my Bitcoin and most of my Ethereum on Coinbase too. So yeah, you need to you need to rethink that. So the Coinbase has a has a wallet for those of you out there who are using Coinbase. It's probably the easiest one to use and the one that most people turn to when they first get into crypto. Um, it's very easy to use the Coinbase wallet, which is not controlled by Coinbase, and it uh, integrates pretty easily into your account, and you can pull uh, your crypto out and just store it in the wallet. Um, and it's not, even with, with high Ethereum fees, it's actually not that expensive. Um, 
because they bundle it with other transactions. It's not that expensive to move things like your Ethereum off of off of uh, off the Coinbase exchange into your own Coinbase wallet. So I would suggest that to you, Josh. If you're not if you're not actively trading, um, buying and selling, which um, lately I've just been buying, um, it's a good idea to just pull it off and put it in your your self custodian wallet. Well, I'll have to do that. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for this crypto current. Uh, if you haven't yet, give us a follow on Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy and on Instagram at the cryptocracy to stay up to date with the show and interact with crypto Corey if you so choose also if you want to please give us a rating and review on whatever platform you're using that goes a long way in helping us and stay cryptic Cryptic.